Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of 20 and Trying. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Peyton. And this week, we're going to continue with our new segment, segue, talky thing, whatever it's called, when we uh, share our trying and our triumphs. I'm still learning. Yeah, that was that pretty good. Track? Yeah. Our successes and our lows. And lows. Highs and lows. My friend loves every single time she's listening to this. She knows who she is. Every single time we go out to dinner or someplace with friends, she forces us to do highs and lows. So this is kind of like that. <laughs> Not the yeah. forcing part. I like you. I mean, clearly you guys can tell who came up with this alliteration, um, you know, like keeping it as often as we can, but yeah, if we want to rebrand it to highs and lows, everyone yeah. listening, let us know if what you like currently yeah. the votes are pretty split. I mean, I'm fine with high, I, either one, but it, I'll just do AKA highs and lows. So if anybody gets a little, a little, I like a little confused, they'll find their way back. So I guess I'll start with mine. Um, so I clearly had way too much coffee today. What is my success of the week? So I'm going to start with my success, which is I'm turning 23 this week. Welcome to the club. Honestly, that's a mix of both. Like I want to die <laughs> knowing that I'm that old, but I'm also like, I'm excited because I'm going to have an awesome party, but I'm also going to have like a young exodus, existential, I can't say that word existential crisis on that day. So that's my, that's both a lot of work getting old, but also like having a love Island party. And that's going to be a one. So how's your week looking? I'm so happy. You think 23 is old Peyton. This is so wonderful for my self-esteem. <laughs> uh, okay. How's my week going? Well, I had that job interview oh. and it went really well. Uh, I was told that I made it to the next level, which was like really exciting because I could just like feel like I could breathe. Um, and then when I was told that I was like, oh my God, it just got like seven degrees warmer in my room, but so amazing, like a small triumph from last week. So, you know, following up on that recording and then my trying. So I, I don't know if like this is too personal or whatever, but I have like this birthmark, beauty mark, and my dermatologist has been like trying to get me to get rid of it for years. Why? Because it's elevated and it's like dark in color. So she's like, I'm kind of worried about this. I don't know how I feel about it. We're just going to have to monitor it. And then for the past three days, it's really been like, it's been hurting. It's been elevated. I'm so sorry for people if this crisis at you out, but it feels like I have like a zit or a pimple underneath my beauty mark. Oh, no. And it is so painful. So I'm going to the dermatologist later this week and I'm really afraid that she's going to remove it. And zap it. it's like, I know and I don't want it removed. It's just like, it makes me really sad, but you know, like trying to be responsible, you know, there are so many elements of my life. I just don't have under control. I haven't been to the dentist. There are doctors that I should go to, but you know, I'm trying to be responsible and I'm going to go to the dermatologist and get this checked out. Well, that's good. I mean, I hope, I hope it doesn't come to the freeze because that's, or the laser. Cause that's never fun. Look, it's but so cute. I know it's like a signifier. I love yeah. like beauty marks like that. You know, I have one on my back. My dad's like, you, 
your my birth mother also had one and he was like you're like a bathing beauty like there's just like little birthmarks that like signify like who you are and that sucks I hope I, know, I hope she doesn't have to remove it but if it's hurting you then there's also like you know you might have yeah. to I know so on the topic though of health I think this is the perfect segue to introduce our guest today is the co-founder of Sticks, Jamie Norwood. And Sticks is a women's health company. It's also a subscription service that sends ovulation tests, pregnancy tests, UTI yeast infection kits and supplements directly to your house. The company was actually started when her co-founder was buying a pregnancy test and ran into her boyfriend's mom. So we've all had those awkward experiences and the wonderful thing about sticks is that they are working on education and really uplifting their customers in a positive way. Jamie was a absolute pleasure to talk to. She gave a lot of information about this subject and like Charlotte just said, is continuing to destigmatize what's going on with all of these products and educate women on what we should be purchasing for ourselves. So without further ado, you enjoy this episode because we did. Jamie, we are so excited to have you as our guest today. And on 20 and trying, we always start with our weekly optimism, which is something that we're excited about looking forward to, or just happy about in general. So what is your weekly optimism for today? Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, My weekly optimism for today and this is, this can just be like anything that I'm feeling good about. Yep. Is it like advice or something I did? It can be anything you interpret it as if it's like something that you're feeling or something that happened, anything you want. Yeah. Okay. I am feeling very grateful for work breaks that I can um, go walk outside during and I've been down about the humidity and, and weather, but I'm trying to get myself in the mindset of how I might feel in like February when it's freezing and cold and I'll be wishing that it was hundred degrees. So that's my weekly optimism. Very true. Where do you live? I'm in Philadelphia. Oh, okay. And it's warm. Yeah, it is. Well, today's not so bad, but this week it's been like real feel hundred degrees, like so humid. You can't go outside kind of weather which is not ideal but in my opinion that's better than like negative whatever you got a point there yeah, yeah. We're, we're in florida, florida. so it's we're no so stranger <laughs> to humidity it gets <laughs> tough no sure yeah. yeah okay well then humid I especially the talk about it you guys are in here <laughs> so i i drink uh, it's fine we're always ready to commiserate with people about weather yeah That's always our go-to. So let's get into a little bit about you. So you were one of the co-founders of Styx and Styx was born after an awkward run-in while your co-founder, Cynthia, was buying a pregnancy test. And 70% of women report awful experiences when they go to buy tests. So how do you hope that Styx can eliminate this and give their customers an easy experience when they go to purchase? Yeah. So we're all about creating a judgment-free, really easy experience that just has peace of mind every step of the way. We started just with pregnancy tests and have since discovered from talking with customers, really anyone who will listen, that this problem extends far beyond just pregnancy tests. 
Now we do products um, in the UTI category, yeast infections, fertility, pregnancy, just kind of across the board. A lot of problems that we experience are deeply stigmatized or just private. Even if you're not feeling embarrassed about purchasing them, you don't necessarily want other people in your business. So that's kind of how Stick started. And since then we've expanded a little bit to think more about other problems that exist in health for women. And a lot of that comes down to education and just not knowing what we need for our bodies, when something is wrong, who to talk to. So we're all about making that experience easier. That's amazing. It is really interesting to think about just because when you think about women's health, specifically a lot of the products that six caters to, it has that stigma around it. And unless you are one of the individuals that are trying to conceive, buying a pregnancy test is very, it's a private occurrence that you want to do alone. It's, it creates like an awkward situation. And the same can go when picking up a prescription for a UTI medication. So that's really interesting to see the crossover into that, into those products. So are there other future products that you are hoping to expand to? Because I know that as a woman buying certain female health products, has a negative stigma while I think for men buying certain products, there's like that you go bro mentality that isn't the same. Yeah, totally. First answer is yes. We are thinking about other products, really anything that is currently confusing or embarrassing or difficult to get or learn about, we are thinking about, Um, really listen to our customers and what they need. And it is so interesting to compare to men. There are a lot of companies that do products for men's health. Obviously, you know, you see those companies that put the big subway ads for like ED products and hair loss products. And when we were going out to raise money, most investors are men. And we were often compared to like, oh, it's embarrassing. Like when you're 16 and going to buy a condom and it's like, well, no, because when you're 16 and you're buying condoms, if you're a guy, a boy, you know, that's kind of like a proud moment for you. Whereas if you're a girl and you're 16 and you're going to buy a pregnancy test, like that's deeply looked down upon. And then even if you are trying to get pregnant, you know, on average, it takes six months to conceive and that's, that can be very private. So it is, you know, you don't necessarily want, especially for people who live in small towns, like the neighbors knowing that you're trying, cause it might take a long time. And yeah, absolutely. That's amazing that you guys are doing that. Cause it is such like, it can be an awkward time, you know, it's just like, it's something that I feel like should be private. I feel like with most products, when you go to buy, like, you know, I feel like people just like, as they're, as they're like bringing up your stuff, like they're already judging what you're doing. So it's like, when you add something that could be like private for yourself, probably like, Oh, what's this about? You know? Yeah. And I just, yeah, I don't like, so it it makes sense why you would want to do something like that. Yeah. So in a past article, you mentioned many drugstore pregnancy tests are designed for women trying to conceive, which isn't all consumers. So why is it important for sticks to empower and uplift their customers? Yeah. When Cynthia and I first started thinking about the idea of sticks and talking about pregnancy tests, our initial idea and reaction to the market was like in ads, you see babies and couples really happy that they got their positive pregnancy test result. And we were like, that's interesting because everyone we know has bought pregnancy tests. We buy them. We both like had, you know, I had an IUD and she had the arm implant. So we didn't get our periods and we would just buy them for peace of mind. We're like, there's gotta be other people like us. Why are we meant to like feel bad by making these purchases? So that was like the initial hypothesis. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just important to us that like other people our age that needed these products didn't feel bad about buying them. And also like 
it's so different too, because I feel like a lot of places they put out the idea that when you get that pregnancy test, like coming back positive, it's such like a happy thing. And like for a lot of people, it really isn't like, especially like a lot of women have to take them alone. They don't have a partner with with them to do it. And it's really hard for them. And even the idea that, you know, sometimes a negative pregnancy test can also really, really be hard on people who are really trying. So that whole like stigma around it and like how it's portrayed and like the media and even when they're selling like the marketing campaigns for it is just kind of outdated. I feel like it needs to be revamped. Totally. No matter what life moment you're in or what outcome you're hoping for, there's just so much emotion going on. Even if you are, you want to be pregnant and you find out you are pregnant, like that's a big moment in your life or really any situation. Exactly. And that even ties into what you said earlier. If you live in a small town and you are trying, you may not want the person at the local pharmacy store to know that you're trying because that's a very personal experience. And it could take a very long time. We know that one in four women will have a miscarriage and one in eight women will suffer infertility. So these are all very personal yeah. statistics. So then how does sticks differ from other at-home test companies? A lot of what we focus on is discretion, privacy, and making it an easier experience. And then also in addition to that, just kind of being there for you and making it known that if you have any questions, we can answer them. So we focus a lot on the experience. There's no frills, there's no judgment, just really clear results. So like quality is important. And then something else that we launched kind of recently is when you get your test in the mail, there's a QR code, like you'd see at a restaurant that you can scan and it walks you through every step. And then when you're waiting for the test results, it will count down until they're ready. Um, and then while you're waiting, there's like meditations that are focused on mindfulness in that moment. And there's, so I can never pronounce it. Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a little Sudoku. Awesome. Yeah. Sudoku. Okay. Like a puzzle you can do to take your mind off it. So we're just really thinking about like that moment and what you might be feeling in it and trying to make it easier. I love that. That's, that's so, so different. different. Like that's totally something that it is such a critical moment when you're waiting there for that result that it's like, oh, totally. am I just going to sit here and like twiddle my thumbs? Like what am I, like your heart, you're probably anxious out of your mind. And so that's so great that you have something to put blood ease. I love yeah. that. And so even though Margaret Crane invented the predictor as the first at-home pregnancy test, she wasn't credited. So that makes you and Cynthia the first women-founded pregnancy test company? I think technically, yeah, I'm not sure. Definitely like newer brand. Mm -hmm. A lot of the like at-home pregnancy tests that you see at the drugstore are owned by like large Mm -hmm. holding companies that are founded by men. But I'm, I'm not sure I'd have to fact check that. I don't want to go out and make any claims. But how, if you were, how would that feel? It's really cool. I didn't think that that would happen. And I, you know, Cynthia and I talk about it all the time. We'll have these moments where we're like, oh my gosh, like how did our idea and this project on the side, we were coworkers at our last jobs, become our full-time jobs. And the fact that we have like real customers, you know, it's only been two years since we started working on sticks. So it's pretty wild um, how fast everything has happened. That's amazing. And what do you hope will be changed with this, your company and these products? Do you hope that this will somehow kind of influence its way into educational aspects of what women need to know about buying these products? Yeah, I would love for there to be like no embarrassment, shame, late night frantic Googling when it comes to women's health that like, you know, you can 
come to Sticks and trust us to answer questions for you um, and have the products that you need to make your life easier. So that's the dream. Because honestly, I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. If you haven't had like one of those awkward experiences, you have a friend who did or you were with them. It like I have a friend who we were in high school. We went and we got her test and we ran into her teacher. And oh my gosh. when you're like 17 years old, you're just like, you shouldn't know this about me. And you shouldn't like, no. yes. So we've all been, or we have a friend that has that experience. So something that's really wonderful about sticks is it could be also a subscription service or you can overnight it. So when you think about a pregnancy test, you don't necessarily think about ordering it online, even though we know that plenty of people do order things online. So, but I'm so sorry. This happens no, too okay. often. So when someone does have a, I don't want to say fear, but they maybe have like an inclination. Oh, maybe I should take a test. How would a subscription pregnancy test service really factor into that? So subscription is really helpful in a few different use cases. The most common for us is women who are trying to get pregnant. That takes on average six months. And there's a lot of testing anxiety. We One thing we heard really early on is um, buying pregnancy tests like throughout the month all the time, taking them every day. And that can be really taxing on your mental health, especially when there's only really a few days a month that like a test could be accurate. And the second use case is women with irregular periods or no periods. So if you don't have your period to confirm that you're not pregnant and you don't want to be pregnant, that can be really scary. Like, I feel like everyone knows someone who got pregnant with an IUD. Like it's just, you hear these horror stories and even though they're over 99% effective and they work, that anxiety is real. Um, And then we also get a lot of customers that are like, want to have them on hand um, ovulation tests. We also sell tell you when you're like most fertile, those are popular subscription products. Cause if you're trying to get pregnant, you need to test for that monthly. And then if you're not trying to get pregnant and want to like track your fertility as like a second form of birth control, um, or just for peace of mind, you can take ovulation tests for that also. Oh, interesting. But if you're like, a yeah, if it's like a last minute, oh my gosh, my period's late. I need a pregnancy test. It might not be a fit. One thing that we hear is that it can calm nerves to know that it's on the way and it's coming because if you think you might be pregnant but your period's not due yet it's actually best to wait until the first day that it's late to take a test because it will be most accurate that makes a lot of sense it also seems like you're advocating for mental health as well women's mental health through this because yeah. it's it seems like a lot of this stuff ties back into anxiety when totally And same goes for like we do yeast infection treatment and UTI products. And like, those are products that the worst part about that experience is figuring out that you have a UTI, you're in a lot of pain that you have to go buy these products or thinking of a yeast infection and not being sure and not knowing what to do. So like we sell an at-home yeast infection test, an at-home UTI test and products to like relieve pain and discomfort and we're big believers that you should just have those on hand the same way that you would have like Advil in your medicine cabinet, because these things come up. They're so normal. They shouldn't be embarrassing. So. Very true. And that kind of ties into our next question, because we can talk about destigmatizing a lot of elements of women's health, but how can we actually put our words into action? Because 
buying a pregnancy test while it's very personal, there shouldn't be a negative stigma behind it. And I think for a lot of women, at least in their 20s, who aren't actively trying to conceive, it has that overwhelming sense or even having a yeast infection or a UTI. You just said that those are really common. Like you want people to have those kind of supplements on hand, just like Advil. So how can we all do our part to destigmatize elements of women's health? I think just talk about it with your friends and be open and honest about it and educate people who like talk about them badly. Like UTIs can be associated with sex and there's truly nothing wrong with that. Um, so I think just having open conversations about it is such a big, big part. And then like when it comes to like, if you have nieces or even nephews or one day have kids, just making sure that they grow up without any shame attached to those parts of their bodies. Absolutely. Awesome. I couldn't agree more. And so this brings us to our last question. We ask all of our guests this, what is one piece of advice you would offer other 20 somethings? I would say not to, especially early 20 somethings, not to worry so much about timelines and where you should be in your career or your friendships or your relationships. This is advice that I definitely need, did, and still do sometimes. (laughs) Um, But like, you know, you have time and life is meant to be enjoyed and not you know, worrying hurts you the most. So obviously it's hard to do that. Easier said than done, but Mm -hmm. just to pause and think about where you are and definitely like make a plan for where you want to go, but know that there's only so much you can control. Definitely. It's true. We talk about the timeline all the time and how, you know, different aspects of your life can take hold of it and you can go down a different career path than you thought. And like you mentioned, yeah. like you and your friend who put, who started this, like you had a completely other probably job and now this is your full-time thing. And I absolutely love that. I love when people follow the thing that they might not have thought would have been their career or their life path. And it ends up really being what makes you happy. Yeah, you just gotta do what feels good. That's such great advice, Jamie. And thank you so much for just taking the time to be our guest, to be on our podcast. I- was so excited to do this episode specifically centering around women and women's health. And I just love absolutely everything about what Sticks is doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you want to follow Sticks on Instagram, you can at, at GetSticks. And then also go to their website, GetSticks.co. And it's S T I X. And if you want to keep up with all things 20 and trying, you can follow us on Instagram at 20andtrying.podcast. From there, you can also join our secret Facebook group, which we hope you do because we are looking to create a little community of 20-somethings where we share all sorts of things that we should know about and how to get through these trying times. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week. Bye.